0: Tune into my interview with Kenny from Nigeria, currently in Uganda, in love with his job and his new home. Welcome to the Are We Home Yet? podcast, where I talk to expats about what it's like living, working, making a home abroad. You'll get great information for your move abroad via this podcast. Also, go to the website arewehomeyetpodcast.com and subscribe to the blog for more helpful information to make your home abroad a success. I'm your host, Jalila Clark. Welcome to the show. All right, thank you for returning to the Are We Home Yet? podcast. So, today I have the pleasure of interviewing Kenny. Hi, Kenny, how are you?
1: Hi, Jalila. Such a great pleasure to have this platform with you. Yeah, I'm doing great. Okay, it's good, cold good, in good. Kampala. I'm currently in Uganda. I've been here for four months. Yeah, so it's really calm. Mm-hmm. Well, when I came here earlier, because... I was coffee, mm-hmm. so I didn't get a chance to explore the nightlife. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy, it was a bit boring. But right now the country is fully open. Mm-hmm. And I just started working in January. So I've met a lot of beautiful people. The culture is amazing. But I don't like the food, I'll be very honest, because <laughs> okay. I love spicy food. Mm-hmm. I love spicy food and in uganda the food culture is very different from Mm -hmm. west africa where i came from yeah people don't do spicy food it's a lot of the food is very different so i love everything apart from the food i love the climate Mm -hmm. like uganda is not so hot it's not so cold it's raining sometimes i love the weather but for me the most important thing is about the people when you talk about hospital hospitality Uganda is number one in Africa when it comes to hospitality then they have the best nightlife in terms of the bars where to party or where to hang out and also they have a lot of beautiful places Mm -hmm. like where you can go on a safari or go for hiking is really really nice
0: what prompted you to move there like why did you decide to move there out of you know many any other countries you could have moved to
1: so I was initially in Tanzania, mm-hmm. I was working in Tanzania and I had my best life of my life in Tanzania, <laughs> I came here. so I didn't plan to move from Tanzania to be honest, but in Tanzania, I got my work permit, but unfortunately I did not get my re- resident permit and my visa got expired. Mm-hmm. So I had no choice than to leave the country. So when I was leaving the country, I wanted to leave and come back to Tanzania with a new visa. So I wanted to go to a country where it's very easy to get a visa and not so far. So I choose Uganda. I had two options, either Rwanda or Uganda. So for Uganda it was because I had some friends here. So I chose Uganda. When I came to Uganda, I wanted to be here for one month before I applied for a new visa to Tanzania. Unfortunately, my contract in Tanzania was terminated. So I had to stay back in Uganda to start looking for opportunities, to start a new life. And that was how I found myself in Uganda.
0: Have you lived in any other countries as well?
1: Yes, I've lived in... First of all, I've been to 11 countries in Africa. Mm -hmm. But I've lived in Ivory Coast. I've lived in in Tanzania and I'm currently live in Uganda
2: mm-hmm.
1: and for the countries I've visited some of them I went for exchange programs like in Benin Republic as an exchange yes so I've been to Liberia Burkina Faso Cameroon uh, a lot of countries across africa
0: what What was it like living in Tanzania and the Ivory Coast? like you know what was what were the the food, the people, the culture, and environment like there?
1: Well, for that, I would say in Ivory Coast it was different because like is a French country mm-hmm. and that was the first time I was living in a country. That was not my language. Mm-hmm. It's a French culture, a French energy. And then I was working as a full-time volunteer. So I was I was volunteering with ISEC. ISEC is an international organization for young people in terms of leadership.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so I was the country director in Ivory Coast. I love the country. Abidjan is very nice. And very expensive at the same time. So being a volunteer without stipends, my life there was a bit hard. It was a bit challenging. And then the language barrier, I had to force myself to learn French. And then when COVID happened, I was locked down in Cruz. so it became much more difficult, but overall it's a beautiful country, like expensive, but really nice. I love the culture. I love the food. I actually miss the food a lot. In Tanzania, I was more or less like a big boy. I was doing a very good job, like a proper career. So for Tanzania, what I love most was night nightlife. And the fact I had, it's very easy to make friends in Tanzania. Like people there, you can just go out for a coffee or on a bar. I can make friends. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to connect with Tanzanians, So that, that was something I love most about Tanzania because of the people. And also Tanzania is very beautiful. I went on a safari. Most of my weekend, I'm traveling for a safari, going to an island, Zanzibar. So for Tanzania, it's a beautiful country. And also they have really interesting people. They love internationals. The people love... Foreigners and they are welcoming as well. Mm-hmm. So that is what I can see about Tanzania and Ivory Coast.
0: Okay. Um, so, what do you miss about your original homeland? My family.
1: you mm-hmm. I miss about Nigeria is my family and my friends.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Apart from that, I miss nothing about Nigeria. Okay. And the next thing I would say, I miss the church, my church in Nigeria, because if you know a bit about Nigeria, Nigeria is a very really just country mm-hmm. and since i left nigeria i stopped going to church i tried the church in Ivory Coast; it was boring i didn't like it <laughs> i tried in tanzania it was boring i didn't like it in uganda so i don't go to church
2: mm-hmm.
1: i don't so i think i miss the church life in nigeria i miss my family and i miss my friends that is all
0: Okay, and you know, so so what's like your quality of life like compared to when you lived back in Nigeria? So you know, your cost of living and your safety. What has that been like in those three in the three countries that you've lived in?
1: Okay, so for Ivory Coast, um, is is a very nice country and very safe and secured.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I was in the country when there was political tension mm. I could remember there was a war in Africa way years back mm-hmm. because of election so during when I was around the election was coming up so there was rumors there might be a war everybody was traveling so when the election came everybody ran away to their families I was alone in a house in a foreign country where I knew nobody Mm -hmm. All the people I knew, they all ran away, they left. It was that bad that when I go out on the street, the street was empty because people were scared for their lives. People were scared that there might be a war. But I was there and I survived. I was very optimistic and everything was fine. It was 100% secure, just peace. Nothing happened. So I would say it's a peaceful country as at now. Mm-hmm. There is high level of security compared to Nigeria. Nigeria is crazy. You have a lot of trafficking, kidnapping. The terrorism is high in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So for me, if I can live in Nigeria, I live in the north. I've seen terrorism. I've experienced the bomb blasts, the killings. So I believe if I can live in Nigeria, I, I can live in any part of the world. In Tanzania, it's very nice because in Tanzania, I, I can go out at any time by 1 a.m. 2 a.m. I can walk alone on the street in the middle of the night. It's very secured. Mm-hmm. And in Uganda is even way more secured. There is very high level of crimes in Uganda. I mean, compared to Nigeria, those countries are way secure and really nice to live in.
0: Let's take a quick break. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Want to make your move abroad as smooth as possible? Download the ebook from the are we home Yet? podcast.com website for resources in making a home abroad. Unsure how to make money while living abroad? Download the free teaching online PDF with more than 20 online companies looking for people to teach various languages and different subjects. Download these two great items and make your move abroad a reality. Okay, back to the show. How much longer do you hope to stay or plan to stay in Uganda?
1: Okay. Um, well, it depends. The good thing is I have a long time job here. hmm And during my interview, I was very clear. I don't want a job based on contract. I want Mm -hmm. to settle down. I want a full-time role. And my company is expanding to the different parts of Africa, like Kenya, Rwanda, Burundi. So I really don't know what the future holds for me. But the most important thing is that I have a job, and I love my job. I love Uganda. I I don't see myself staying here getting married and settled down because my dream has always been Europe in terms of long time. I've always wanted to live in Europe, get married in Europe, make babies in Europe. So mm-hmm. now I'm in Uganda. I love it. I'm enjoying my job. I'm enjoying the experience. That is what I can
2: see.
0: Okay. And so what? what is your profession? Like, what's your career? What What job do you do? Uh, Okay. Initially,
1: initially, my job was with ISEC, as mm-hmm. I told you.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I worked with ISEC in Nigeria. I worked with ISEC in Cote d'Ivoire. I worked with ISEC in Jordan. I couldn't go to Jordan because of the COVID. I didn't get the visa. Uh-huh. So I was working v- remotely. So after ISEC, I worked with Innovate Hub in Tanzania. I was working as a venture Associate in terms of helping the startups uh-huh. with their business, helping startup with mentorship, design thinking, and all. And after that, I work with an international organization in Tanzania called Crossroad International. Uh-huh. I was working as a HR advisor, and currently in Uganda, I work with Start Hub Africa. I work as the innovation consultant. So basically, my background is business development, design thinking entrepreneurship and innovation.
2: What's
0: your day-to-day like at work?
1: My, my work is amazing mm-hmm. because we are currently doing a project called These Skills for Africa.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This is a project that is sponsored by GIZ, German Corporation. And we are implementing this project in six countries, which I, I am the country lead for Kenya. Uh-huh. So that simply means by next month, I'll be in Kenya and I'm re- really excited about it because I've explored the environment because I love traveling. Uh-huh. So every day at work, my current role is more or less like like planning and working on this project in terms of contacting partners, getting to sign some MOUs, getting to see how we can onboard them on this project and the kind of impact we are trying to create I also do a lot of trainings on design thinking, on entrepreneurship. I do more. Of, I do a lot of prospecting, a lot of meetings, pitching, and all. So this is what are my main key activities on my current role.
0: Okay, and so you mentioned you're going to be in Kenya. Like, I mean, will you be there for a short time, or or you will be moving there?
1: No, just for two weeks.
0: Oh, okay, okay. And you know, yeah. so you also mentioned you know you you'd like to live in Europe, any specific country that you would like to you know start life anew in
1: I love the the Norwich like Sweden
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm always interested in Sweden and Norway. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends in those countries, Denmark. I have my uncle in Germany as well,, mm-hmm. but if I'm to pick, I'll pick either Sweden or Norway. Okay. Then if it's for work, if it's for schooling, then I'll just go to Germany for my master's, probably. Okay. But any of these countries I go to, I like to settle down there. Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm currently 28 years old. I really want to get settled and like settled in terms of career and all of that.
0: So what's your day-to-day like away from work when you have downtime, when you can relax?
1: I just hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. For evening drinks, we just have a chat. And sometimes I do Netflix if I'm not working at home.
2: Mm-hmm. Me or too. Day, I
1: do Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I love Netflix. I do a lot of series. Yeah. Like during the vacation, I do a lot of Netflix. A lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If I'm not walking or I'm on vacation, I do Netflix. But if I'm going out, I hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm maybe just having a chat and drinking. Then I love going on a safari, like go on a trip to visit a nice place Mm -hmm. on the weekend. Yeah, those are my main activities because living in a foreign country can be very, very hard. Yeah. You need people, you need people to enjoy a country. Mm -hmm. And sometimes even if you have people, you'll still miss your family. Like I always have that experience. So to avoid... Missing my family too much. I just go out and have fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's not easy. It's been three years since I saw my family. Wow. And I really miss them, to be honest, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. me too. Yeah, it's been since... Let me see now. So I last saw my mom in 2018, like you know, almost before I ended up moving to China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, but that was Thank like you. slightly before I left to go to move to China. So, but that was like when I was living like in Colorado. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I definitely understand what you're saying. You know, I miss my mom. I talk to her yeah. like several times a day. You know, via like mm-hmm. video chat on the phone. We message um yeah she knows like every single part of my day even though you know we're, we're not together but yeah i completely understand completely understand all right so then let me ask you um you know so you know you mentioned um you know going out with your friends netflix but then you mentioned something that i don't have access to you mentioned safari so it's what's that like i mean i've i've never experienced that so what's that like
1: it's a very beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. If you are in East Africa, they mm-hmm. have a lots of national parks
2: mm-hmm.
1: where you see and experience wildlife in terms of lions, zebras, river rivers, there are a lot. The biggest and the most interesting national park is called Serengeti, mm-hmm. located in Tanzania. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful, very nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, also you can experience the, a lot of hiking mm-hmm. because East Africa is a mountainous environment, like the Mount Kilimanjaro, the Mount. A lot of these countries have a lot of like mountains, so you can just go for hiking, you feel nature. And also, two weeks ago, I was at the River Nile, this is the longest river in the world. So I was at River Nile. I, I I used to hear of River Nile when I was a kid in high school. So, but for the first time, I saw the source of River Nile, the longest ri- ri- river in the world. I never knew it started from Uganda. I never knew. I was yeah. thinking it was Egypt, but it it actually it started from Uganda. It's very beautiful, like very very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just go on a trip, like to visit. Um, The island, like in Tanzania they have a lot of island in Tanzania, Mm -hmm. a lot of beautiful islands, like very, very beautiful Mm islands. So these are things that makes me, I love nature, yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I love nature and if you want to see the real nature, then you have to visit East Africa. It's Mm -hmm. very nice here, like very beautiful. It's really nice. The view is amazing. The calmness it brings to your soul.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Like you don't understand, it's very nice.
0: This was something that I was telling a friend the other day. Um, she is also from Uganda. She works with me here in China. And I was telling her, Very I nice. said, you know, she, you know, I, she was like, you know, yeah, she, she, she looks forward to like settling down one day in her home country. And, and I said, you know, as, as an American, as a Black American, it's unfortunate that I don't know more about how amazing so many african nations are but you know it wasn't until i came to china and i started meeting you know uh people from many different african nations that's when i started learning about like wow like what like the um, wonderful experiences that i could have there so
1: yeah yeah you you, you should plan a trip to east africa mm mm-hmm. is Something that can be very, very interesting for you. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're going to love it. You should plan a trip here. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And okay, so then let me ask you then. okay, so like, you know, you've lived in in various uh, countries, but like what what has the I mean, do you have to deal with a visa process or no?
1: Yes. So in terms of visa process, Mm -hmm. my worst experience was Tanzania. Oh, no. I didn't have a good experience in Tanzania because the the government made it very complicated Mm -hmm. for us. Yeah, Tanzania is not a country where the government appreciates internationals like Africans. People are from Nigeria and all. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard to get the work permit, Mm -hmm. to get resident permit, and it's very expensive.
2: Wow. But in Uganda, it's
1: very easy. In okay. Uganda, is easy and it's faster
2: mm-hmm. and
1: very cheap compared to Tanzania. Okay. When I was in Tanzania, we Nigerians were very few, mm-hmm. and I can't even count how many of us are Nigerians, but in Uganda, there are a lot of, Niger- lots of Nigerians.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Nigerians have big businesses, big companies in Uganda, but in Tanzania, the government did not allow. So when it comes to working in Tanzania, especially if you are from Africa country, mm-hmm. I would never recommend that for anybody.
0: Okay. And what was it like in the Ivory Coast?
1: Ivory Coast, I don't need a visa. Oh, okay. Because I'm Nigerian. Yeah. Because we are part of the ECOWAS. Mm-hmm. ECOWAS is like a committee of West African countries. Yeah. So it's visa free. Oh.
2: But for
1: Tanzania. Mm-hmm. The visa is very crazy and very stressful, <laughs> and they permit to even make you go crazy. Okay. I don't see myself even going back to Tanzania.
0: And so you know, so what's like your sense of job security? Like, do you feel like you know, like, like it's very good, or you know, do you think in some time you might transition to uh, another uh, employment opportunity, another field?
1: to be honest i really love my current job Mm -hmm. as long as i'm in africa Uh i really want to stay with my current job because i love the job it's something that connects to my long time career goals i love the culture i'm working with germans Mm -hmm. and they have amazing work culture Mm -hmm. where you can own your experience you can unleash your potentials you can be yourself no pressure we all work from home it's a really amazing culture for me and I'm happy. But like I said, my long time ago, I really want to get a job in Europe mm-hmm. and preferably a multinational like yeah. Microsoft, Google, LinkedIn, Electrologs, DHL. Mm-hmm. Those are my kind of dream jobs, yeah.
0: Okay. What would you say are the struggles and joys of being an expat?
1: Generally, there are a lot of joy in being an expert Mm -hmm. in terms of growth. Growth in terms of resiliency, growth in terms of being a global citizen, Mm -hmm. growth in terms of being Mm open-minded, growth in terms of understanding the world. Mm -hmm. Because I've always believed when you give young people the chance to see the world, only when they see the world, they can understand the world. Yeah. And only when they understand the world, they can make impact in the world. So that is the joy part of being an expert. The mm-hmm. struggles come from getting residency, getting mm-hmm. the visa, the permit. It can be very tedious, depending on the countries, by the way. Mm-hmm. And also, sometimes people will tend to exploit you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That, that was something I didn't like, yeah. my experience being an expert. Mm -hmm. When you want to buy something, when they see you're a foreigner, people will want to exploit you. Even the immigration, when you want to sort out your visa, they exploit you. They take a lot lot of money from you. So Mm -hmm. those were the main challenges of being an expert. Yeah, in terms of exploitation, in terms of people want to just take advantage and all of that. So those were the main struggles. In addition to that, The food, yeah, Mm -hmm. food can also be a struggle Mm -hmm. because it took me a long time to always adapt to the food as an expert Mm -hmm. and also the work culture. For me, because of my experience with ISAC, I have more or less like the European work culture. Mm -hmm. I had a hard time in Tanzania Mm -hmm. because of the work culture. They are very, very slow. (laughs) They are very unprofessional. Okay. They don't even check emails. They always be bossy. Mm-hmm. You can't be yourself. You can't own your experience. So these are also some of the challenges depending on the country.
0: So, you know, you, you've lived in various countries. You know, you still plan to move one day to, you know, live in a European country. So what's your definition of home?
1: Well, home is a place where you feel
2: comfortable,
1: mm-hmm. a place where you feel
2: safe,
1: mm-hmm. a place where you can be yourself, mm-hmm. a place where you, you you can, like, how can I say, you feel safe, like you feel secure, you can be yourself. yeah, you, you, you can get support in terms of your mental health and all of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think that, that is my own definition of home.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And it, and it sounds like like you feel at home there in Uganda, correct?
1: Well, my kind of person, one thing unique about me is I'm a very resilient person.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I can easily adapt. Mm-hmm. Of course, I miss my family and all, mm-hmm. but when I get to a country, the first thing I do is about people,
2: yeah.
1: I, I try to identify the right kind of people that will make me feel at home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That that is always what I do, but no matter what, it cannot replace the real home.
2: Yeah, yeah. For
1: me, yeah. But mm-hmm. being that I've been away for like three years now, and I'm used to it, I feel home in Uganda because my mental health is stable now. Yeah. I have a good job. I have interesting people around me. Yeah. Yes. So, and for the first time since I left Nigeria, for the first time, I had a girlfriend. Oh, nice. So, it it has been a beautiful experience.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. So actually let me touch upon three different things that you said. So you mentioned, you know, finding the right people, you know, you mentioned mental mental health, and then you mentioned girlfriend. So, you know, how how do you find the right people? How do you make sure you're making, you know, friends, like good friends?
1: Yeah, my advantage was my network mm-hmm. in ISEC. I told you I was a member of ISEC. Mm-hmm. And ISEC is in over 117 countries. Mm -hmm. So, because as an alumni of ISEC, when I came to Tanzania and Uganda, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I tried to connect with them with that network. Mm -hmm. And because we share similar values, it's very easy to feel at home with ISEC. Mm -hmm. So, even in Uganda, most of my friends are ISECers, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and my colleagues, my work colleagues, something that i even love uganda the most we have young people Mm -hmm. we share similar values and the culture is amazing Mm -hmm. even did this afternoon my colleague was inviting me out to come and have some food for lunch
2: Mm -hmm.
1: he's a german guy so this kind of connection Mm
2: -hmm.
1: makes me feel comfortable yeah yeah so the isec network is powerful like one of the best decisions I did was being a member of ISEC. When I'm going to Kenya, I already have a huge network of friends there, Mm -hmm. all from ISEC. So I realized the best investment I've made in my life was building valuable network in terms of people. Mm -hmm. And it has been really, really helpful in terms of my traveling around the world.
0: OK. And so, you know, then the next thing was mental health um, and mental health is so important as an expat. I don't think sometimes people realize how much it can be affected when you're, you know, living away from your family and friends and everything that you knew, you know, that you were comfortable with. Um, Yeah. Th- yeah. Things that things that you were connected to for for so long so how how have you made sure that like your mental health is in a good place like what have you done to make sure of that
1: so in every course that was the first time I really felt mental health because mm-hmm. I told you initially my, my life was very hard mm-hmm. uh, it took me a lot of resiliency
2: mm-hmm.
1: and a lot of hard work Mm -hmm. to escape that situation Mm -hmm. in tanzania i had a great life in tanzania Mm
2: -hmm.
1: until when i was having issues with my permits Mm -hmm. i also suffered mental health Mm -hmm. because it even cost me my job as i told you
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so it's really hard so, the good thing is, I have a very good support system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just share with my family. And my family has been my very good support system. They always pray for me, they always check on me. The kind of support and, and motivation I get from them, the fact they could be there for me and they believe in me, really helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. So that has been one of my main support system, my yeah. family, especially yeah. my mom, to be precise.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Moms are so wonderful. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um. Okay. And so, okay. And then the last thing you mentioned, girlfriends. So, you know, how did you guys meet? Where did you guys meet?
1: Uh, so since I left Nigeria,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I never saw myself having girlfriend or a relationship because I was really focused on my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was c- career oriented and I was just interested in having fun. In Tanzania, the culture is crazy. Every single girl I meet is about money, money, money. <laughs>
2: okay. I didn't
1: like, yeah. In Tanzania, if you're an expert, the girls are just after your money. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to even find somebody trustworthy because of the culture in Tanzania. It's really crazy. I was not really interested in having a girlfriend in Tanzania because girls, are very, very white. But when I came to Uganda, Mm -hmm. I never had a plan of even staying longer. I told you it just happened. Mm -hmm. I didn't plan for Mm this. So in December, all the people I knew, they all left and uh-huh. they went to their families for vacation. Uh-huh. Like everybody, every single person I knew left me. So I was alone in December. Uh-huh. So until I met this lady, we just met. And the first day I met her, we became very, very good friends. Uh-huh. So I really liked her energy. I felt happy being around her. And when she noticed I was alone during that period, she spent all her time with me, like throughout the period. She didn't leave me until when my friends came back. Mm -hmm. And then she she left. So that's the fact that she was there for me in my hard time. The fact that she was there for me, she wasn't interested about what I had to offer. She was genuinely there for me. Mm -hmm. So... I, I wanted to just give it a try, and, and and even keep her, because I saw she's somebody really amazing. So, um, I have a twin brother, like, I'm a twin, mm-hmm. and this girl also, she's a twin, so we oh, yeah. had a lot of things in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I felt like, let me give her a try,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I asked her out, and she accepted. So, apparently, we are dating. Okay. So she was the first girlfriend
0: I ever had since I left the country. Wow. Wow. That's nice. That's nice. Okay. So that'll be it for today. So, you know, I want to thank you for taking the time, Kenny, to be interviewed by me on this podcast, Are We Home Yet?, a podcast where expats talk about what it's like living abroad. You know, sometimes the struggles, the joys, but, you know, hopefully... We're inspiring future expats to also take that leap into living abroad as well and maybe experiencing something they never thought they would experience, something different, something wonderful. So I'm going to say goodbye to all of our listeners as well as Kenny. I hope you have a great day.
1: Thank you so much for your time and just a pleasure to meet you. I also hope we keep in touch.
0: Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. So next up, we have Hannah. Hannah is a virtual assistant coach and recruiter and founder of one of the largest and longest running VA training platforms called Digital Nomad Kit. She's trained over 16,000 VAs who go on to work with top entrepreneurs and thought leaders. So tune in to Hannah. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Remember to hit subscribe on your podcast player and also leave a great review and rating of this podcast as well. I'm Jalila Clark. See you next time.